0: Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You are here with an open mind because that is the rule and not the exception. I am grateful whether you are watching or whether you are listening, regardless you are taking the time out of your busy day, no doubt, to listen to some Leadosophy, some leadership and philosophy, the fusion of leadership and philosophy. So I'm grateful. Today we're going to talk about tomatoes, and I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. We're in a little story that led down this rabbit hole of researching a company that produces some of the world's best tomatoes. As they say, Nature Suite, the company Nature Suite, it's a little kind of an organizational culture discussion and weaving in some leadership and how leadership applies to that organizational culture. I'm not promoting Nature Suite, I'm not sponsored by Nature Suite, not that they need my sponsorship, anyways. But I am going to talk about how I was led down this road of, of tomatoes and leadership. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Kind of fun. We're going to learn some things about the culture of Nature Suite, hopefully, and maybe some leadership lessons along the way. Here we go.
1: Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract, yet wholly concrete realm of Leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood.
0: All right, friends, welcome back. If you are watching, you get the pleasure of seeing Nature Sweet Cherub Tomatoes, a little container of of salad tomatoes kind of shaped like an olive or not like an olive yeah maybe like an olive probably more like a grape about the size of a grape pretty delicious i enjoy them on my salads but i always look for leadership moments anyway i can find them anywhere i can find them and when i cracked open the delicious tomatoes underneath the the label was a picture of an employee of nature sweet and me being a sucker for for leadership moments, my brain immediately went to celebrating accomplishments of, of employees, of people who work for you, talking about accomplishments, praising people in public, which this is obviously a kind of a public shout out to an employee. Well, we're going to call them associates. Nature Suite refers to their employees as so- associates, which I find interesting. A lot of this is going to be about the language that is used in an organization, which is part, a very small part, well, maybe a a bigger part than we may realize, of the organizational culture that is fostered, that is created, that is developed, that leadership tries to hold or make sure flows through the organization as all level managers and leaders. So, So I saw this label on there's a website you can go to. So I went to the website, and if obviously you're watching, you can see the screen. If not, I'll try to I'll try to keep this I'll keep my audio listeners in mind as well. So I went to the website about the employees and they have a bunch of like 30-second videos where they introduce their associates in all different phases of, of Nature Suite, whether they're picking tomatoes or they're in the research and development departments, whatever. There's a bunch of different employees i think nature suite has thousands of employees i did a little bit of research on the on the company but they have thousands of of employees so yeah they say so have these little 30 second videos where the associate gets to talk about the company what they love about it whatever so that led me down to another rabbit hole and i found a, a youtube video and i'm going to play just a quick clip from the video it's from 2021 it's from this year april 23rd of 2021 in the spring And it's celebrating the 28th anniversary of Nature Suite. But I want you to listen for the for about 10-second clip of what the person talks about as it applies to organizational culture. And and when you hear these words, what comes to mind? So here we go. I'm gonna play this. Nature Suite is much more than just cultivating tomatoes. At Nature Suite, we cultivate families. We cultivate purpose. We cultivate culture and we cultivate years of transforming the lives of agricultural workers. So there you go. Cultivate families, cultivate purpose, culture, and years of transforming the lives of agricultural workers. So that's a 20th anniversary celebration video that nature suite put together. I'll put a link to this stuff on in the show notes. But also, so it's a nine minute video, and you know, if you wanna watch it, cool, but I'm gonna kind of give you just a couple highlights that stood out to me from the perspective of Leadosophy. And again, this is about language, the language that is used in an organization. What language are you using? What are the conversations that are happening? What are the celebrations that employees are having, in this case, associates? What, what are they talking about? What is the culture? And the culture, as I've talked about in previous episodes, we still have not deep dive into culture. Culture is much more than the way we do things around here. That is such a nutshelled slogan on culture that it's kind of, it's kind of a slap in the face to what culture is. Culture is very dynamic and very complex. And a kind of little disclaimer here from Leadosophy. Leadosophy doesn't claim to understand the culture of Nature Suite based on a YouTube video and scouring the website. There is absolutely no way an outsider can understand the culture of an organization without, and I mean fully understand the the culture of an organization. You have consultants that go into companies all the time and try to do culture assessments or try to do some organization development stuff where they help organizations overcome maybe a cultural issue. But unless you are embedded in that organization, and I would say for an extended period of time, there is no way to fully understand what the culture is. So again, when I listen to the a nine minute video or I watch a nine minute video clip on YouTube, I get a sense of what it might be like, what the culture is like, maybe how leadership fosters that culture, what the employees or the associates think about the culture of Nature Suite. But I by no means can can diagnose what the culture of Nature Suite is. But anyways, all throughout the video on YouTube. There are testimonials from the associates, and again, associates are what Nature Suite or who Nature Suite says about their employees. That's what they're called. They're called associates, and even the term associates—it's—it's it's interesting. Associates, are almost like a colleague or a, a partner in the development of the organization, which I find fascinating as far as language—the language used. But when the associates are talking about Nature Suite, and they each employee is asked to talk about. What it's like working for Nature Suite, and there's some common threaded themes that run through what they talk about. And again, when I kind of give some synopsis of what the the associates are talking about, think about how leadership is fostering this environment. How does leadership play a role in in leading these associates to talk about their company like this? Leadership must be playing some sort of role. Again, I talk about I'm gonna talk about it on this on this podcast multiple times, fertile soil, knowledge, tools, and resources, providing the right environment for successful people to find purpose, to have autonomy, to grow, to learn, and essentially to be a to be a part, to have part ownership in what that organization is creating, whether it's a service or a product. So again, one of the first common themes that if you watch this video and you hear the associates of Nature Suite talking about. They're talking about family and friendships over and over and over again in this video, which I find fascinating because how many organizations out there think of their organization as a family. And this is not for everybody. And Leadosophy is very cognizant of that. Not everybody wants to go to work and have a family atmosphere or feel feel like it's a family environment or they wanna be close to people like family or develop deep friendships. That is not for everybody. And I think one of the mistakes, I think one mistake that leaders who are very passionate about their job have a hard time overcoming is they struggle with other people within the organization not sharing that passion. And that passion might even be in the form of thinking everybody is family, like this is a family. We should be bonding like a family. No, that's not true. That's not always true. That's not gonna be the case for, for everybody. In some organizations, for most people, we're not gonna feel like that. If they do feel like that, I mean, I think there's, I think there's a lot of research out there that says that leads to better relationships in the workplace. It may lead to better productivity, or at least the way the relationships between managers and and the people that are managed or led. Some of those relationships, if they're a little deeper, might have more trust, whatever psychological safety, whatever fancy terms you want to, you want to, you want to throw out there. But again, leaders should recognize that not everybody's gonna. Want to feel like a family, want it to feel like a family environment at work. That's okay. But again, this family and friendships, and and I think of relationships, the relationships that develop, right? If you go back to my last podcast, I talked about the human connection. The human connection is a real thing, it does not recognize boundaries between work and home. It does recognize when you're stuck behind computer screens having meetings upon meetings for over a year, almost two years now, vice actually being in the presence of somebody, right? There's, there's obviously a lot of talk in the business world now, but what is being lost? Not people, not being in the workplace, in the workspace, cultivating those relationships in person. There's a lot of talk where you go to Harvard business review, all LinkedIn. There's articles everywhere talking about that. It's a real thing. Human connection is a real thing. And again, I don't think human connection can sometimes see the boundaries between work and home, right? Those, 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 the way our brains are wired that boundary, those artificial boundaries that we have created in the workplace are fairly new in the span of time of human history. So our brains have been wired for human connections for uh, for millennia. So anyways, I, I find the family and friendships talking over and over again, fascinating there's language in the YouTube video about transforming our lives. Nature Suite has transformed our lives. And when they say Nature Suite, they're talking about the people driving the train at leadership or conducting the train. Have, think about having, if you work in an organization, you say that organization has transformed your life. I mean, that's powerful stuff. And that's not just the organization. You know, the synthetic organization that's people in the organization making decisions, people in leadership roles. So I find that fascinating as well. Another very often talked about piece in, in the video from The Associates is personal, personal growth and professional growth, how Nature Suite is fostering that personal growth and professional growth, which is, which is awesome. And then another thing is freedom to create a better place to work. Think about that, the freedom to create. A better place to work, and again, this is the language that the associates are using. I'm, I'm assuming, Leadosophy is assuming that Nature Suite didn't hand these people a script and say, "Hey, this is the line I want you to say." And if they did do that, if Nature Suite did hand all of these associates a script and said, "This is what I want you to say," you know, I don't know if that's uh, kind of misleading as far as wanting the public to to kind of have this perception. Of how Nature Suite takes care of their employees, or what Nature Suite's employees think about their their organization, but but I don't think that's the case. I'm gonna operate on the assumption that that these people had unlimited access or autonomy to say what they wanted to about Nature Suite and what Nature Suite has done for them as a person. So empowerment that was also said a few times in this video from the associates. Nature Suite has empowered them. A common slogan, almost like a a quick mission statement for Suite, and it's even on their website, and you'll hear this multiple times, unleash the power of people. Unleash the power of people. If I go to their website, if I go to, let me just click this real quick. If I go to About Us, one of the, they talk about, it's kind of have like some values up here on their website, right? When you go to About Us, but they say, we believe, this is Sweet's website, we believe the more we care for our people, the more they'll care about their work. Everyone is special. Everyone has value. And if our associates understand they're capable of anything, then anything is possible. As a business, we grow tomatoes. But our higher calling is to unleash the power of people. By making the produce industry more human, we've helped our associates reach goals in their work, Academics, families, communities, and more, the happier they become, the more pride they take in their work. No tomatoes taste better than ours because none are better cared for. Now there are a host of assumptions about human behavior, human performance that Nature Suite is making about their associates. All positive in Leidosophy's mindset. You can't go wrong making any of these assumptions about humans behave, what they respond to in the workplace they, we have to assume, or I think it's smart for a leader to assume that people want to reach goals. They may have academic aspirations in the workplace. They may want to, they may want to, or they should want to accumulate more knowledge, more information, right? This is all back to giving them the knowledge they need to succeed, the tools they need to succeed, and the resources they need to succeed. So and that's, that's on the website. Again, I'll post the link on On that other things they talked about in the video back in the YouTube video was a good work and just a general good working environment, which, again, environment, we talk about environment, I can't stress enough, I cannot overemphasize the importance of a leader's role in fostering the environment around the people. What are the obstacles and barriers that are keeping people from doing their jobs? Well, from pursuing goals or whatever, just like their nature suite was talking about, what are the barriers and obstacles? You know, again, nature suite talked about helping their associates reach their goals. What are the barriers? Or what are the barriers? Leaders should be in constant, constant search for barriers, for goals, whatever aspirations, finding purpose, whatever that might be. Academic success. I found that inter- interesting because I didn't know this about nature suite. So, I want to go to the Social Responsibility and Sustainability Report for Nature Suite. And I think this is actually a couple of years old. But I want to read something which I found really fascinating. So, education. It's important. This is Nature Suite's uh, Social Responsibility and Sustainability Report. They write education. It's important to invest in our associates' education because that leads to both empowerment. greater job satisfaction. Remember, listen to the language, empowerment, giving power away to other people. If you are a leader, do you have a problem with giving power away? Or do you try to hold on to that power as much as you can? And if so, why is that the case? What are you afraid of? They continue, we believe having the ability to read shouldn't be taken for, for granted. So we have reduced the rate of illiteracy within our workforce. Though it is already low by industry standards, we're quickly approaching our goal to eliminate it, eliminate illiteracy, within our company by 2020. And again, I think this was 2019, maybe. Maybe it's 2018. But that's the most updated one they have on their website. Nature Suite, you should update that. We have implemented a program called INEA, National Institute for Adult Education, at our Zipotland facility, which offers literacy levels of elementary school, middle school, and high school. Since 2005, we've had 835 students graduate from all levels of the program. That's fascinating. Shout out, Nature Suite. Good job. Good job pouring resources, your own resources, into your employees that go beyond just the actual job skill scope. That's awesome. Shout out. So, again, that's, that's, some stuff I took away from the video some some organizational culture stuff kind of scratching the surface a little bit of organizational culture from my analysis of, of Nature Suite And again the whole time I'm I'm scouring the website, I always go back to the individual one individual leader within that organization. How enmeshed are they into all of this? How much do they believe that education is important? How much are they talking about that in the workplace? That's another kind of, part of organizational culture is what's talked about in the day-to-day in in the workspace. Are leaders talking about empowering people, unleash the power of the people? Are leaders saying that when someone comes, someone is new to the organization, they're in their onboarding process. What does that look like? And what do leaders, what are their roles in the very beginning phase of a, of a new person's experience in, in the organization? What's the leader's role for introducing them to these concepts? This language, because that sucks them in right away if they're hearing about empowerment, power to the people, right? It's important. Language is very important. That's how we communicate. We talk, leader. you can find thousands of articles about how important communication is as far as leadership goes, leadership and management. How we communicate is just as critical as to what we communicate. They're both critical components and why we communicate certain things. So I think... I've talked about assumptions that I think Nature Suite's making about their, their employees in, in the beginning of this podcast. Here's kind of some, some takeaways I have based upon what I've read, what I've listened to. Again, Nature Suite wants people to connect to what they do, the products they create, and the services they deliver. And the leadership within Nature Suite wants to foster and nurture the environment that allows its associates to connect with what they do and the purpose they serve. It's a connection. Connecting that purpose, that hands-on skill that they're doing every day should hopefully foster some sort of purpose or create some fire in the belly. That's what you're hoping. But how do you inspire that as a leader? That's that's one of your jobs is not to motivate that process. What conditions are you creating that will hopefully inspire people to want to do more? And by want to do, do more, I don't mean work harder because leadership is kind of a fan of if your processes are really good, people shouldn't have to work super hard to just kind of get by and do the job. If they have to work super hard just to kind of do the job, then maybe, maybe you have some fun- dysfunctional processes that you have to look at. Anyways, that's maybe another conversation. I think I've talked about that before on another pro- podcast. But anyways, this is not, what I like is this doesn't seem, and again, I'm going off the testimonials from the associates. It doesn't seem like a forced process. It doesn't, this doesn't appear like kind of the outside looking in, right? Again, fertile soil it feels like there's some fertile soil within this organization, which allows them to function successfully. It allows their associates to, to talk or have high praise for their, for who they work for, which I think is co- super cool. again, the importance, the fertile soil, the the environment, so important for creating those conditions where people can self-discover what human flourishing means to them. Not a leader saying, hey, this is what it means to flourish as a human in an organization. No. Human flourishing, and this is a, obviously, this is a very philosophical term. Human flourishing is back to Aristotle, back, you know, we're going to geek out a little philosophy here, but Eastern philosophy, Western philosophy, ancient philosophy has talked about this concept, even modern philosophy. We talk about what's it mean to flourish as a human? What is this purpose that we're we're trying to find? How do we find purpose? Again, Lidosophy believes this is largely a self-discovery process. And hopefully, it seems like maybe Nature Suite is allowing the associate space to discover their purpose and to flourish on their own. Whether that's through literacy programs, increasing their education levels, all of it seems super cool from leadership standpoint. So, another assumption I think Nature Suite is is putting forth here, and I say that because I what you read on their website they don't see its people as workers, they see them as quote and this is a quote extraordinary humans with infinite possibilities, capable of anything, capable of anything, and again linking back to the Human Connection podcast, right? Viewing people more as cogs in the machine, viewing people as more as more than just a means to the organizational objectives or the organizational ends. The workers aren't just means to what Nature Suite is trying to do. Granted, they are contributing, they're part of that that means to an end, but Nature Suite also sees them in the same light as an end themselves as an end in themselves. The the employees, the associates are ends in themselves, people with Goals, dreams, aspirations, hopes. They want to do better things for their family. They want to, again, they want to learn. They want to be educated, want to increase their literacy levels. That kind of stuff extends far beyond just growing great tomatoes. And again, another kind of little slogan is we're groundbreaker breakers. That's what Nature Suite says, we're groundbreakers. Right? Again, very, very powerful language used. Can we assume that everyone in the organization believes this? Are there mid-level managers promoting this ideology that we're groundbreakers? You know, again, I've I've talked about that multiple times on this episode. The leadership, the management within Nature Suite, what language are they using on the day-to-day? Not just in a video that they put out, you know, celebrating their anniversary, not just on the website. To truly understand if this is actually happening. You have to be with with Nature Suite on the day to day, which Leadosophy is not. But Leadosophy is making the assumption here that this kind of language is coursing through the organization on a daily basis. And shout out to the leadership of Nature Suite, uh, top down, top down, and and bottom up. Again, bottom up drives the culture as well. You know, there's a lot of people that say that the top drives the organizational culture, and that's true. That's largely true, but everyone if 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 we take at face value what nature suite says and everyone is empowered everybody is autonomy right everyone at the bottom is driving their culture back up they are taking accountability and responsibility for what they are doing and they're driving that culture back up and it becomes a self-fueling this reinforcing vicious cycle in a good way uh organizational culture kind of cycle that just reinforces itself and again it's like when a new I envision when a new employee comes on board to Nature Suite, they get sucked into this positive cycle of of language, of culture, of how we do things, of how you're treated, of higher purpose, human flourishing, all this stuff, which is which is fascinating. I'm gonna leave you with one last link and we'll we'll cut it there. Funny enough, I found this, I found this article on the Webernet, the internet. This was out of San Antonio, Texas on August, just last week. It's out of San Antonio, Texas. It's written by Chandler James. It's from the And Now You Know website. He says, quote, insight can go a long way in this industry. And for Nature Suite, it has taken the company to the winner's roundtable for the second year in a row, deuce for the second year in a row, the supplier gained recognition in the tomato category in the trade publication grocery insights category leadership awards, 2021 shout out nature suite category leadership awards, 2021 the category leadership awards honor companies leading in their respective categories through their mission, innovation sales and overall footprint in the industry. A press release went out to note that these awards also signify distinguishment amongst peers, customers and consumers. So there you go. I actually I was researching Nature Suite and found this article much later in the process of, of researching. So so maybe that kind of puts a cap on what we've been discussing here. Maybe that kind of solidifies what is actually going on in the business, in the organization. So kudos NatureSuite leadership team and all of the associates that make NatureSweet tick and grow delicious tomatoes that I love to put on my salad. So that's it. Again, this was not sponsored by Nature Suite. This is just me doing a little, little leadership deep dive into an organization that, in a positive, positive light. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, Leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding, collectively, our understanding of leadership in life. Thanks for watching, everyone. We will catch you next time.
1: Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.